Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type. Like, yeah. I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of right. grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey everyone. Today's episode is from the Hey Girl Archive and I'm really excited to share with you my favorite hair care lines story. The owner, Rashida, was gracious enough to sit down with me in 2018 and have a conversation about how her beautiful self-care and spa-inspired line, Bakura, came to be. I've recorded this from home, so if the audio sounds a little off, that's why. But I didn't want you to miss out on this pretty inspiring conversation. I hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned because at the end of this episode, Rashida has a very special and generous treat for the Hey Girl listeners. Hey girl. Hey girl. Rashida, thank you so much for being with me today. I am honored to have you on the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I've been such a fan of yours for the past couple of years. Your affirmations have gotten me through some really rough mornings. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you and all that you're offering. So before we dive into our conversation, please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do. Sure. Well, my name is Rashida Jefferson, and I own and operate a specialty beauty company named Secura, based out of Macon, Georgia. We sell a small collection of pampering hair and skincare products, mainly focusing on indulgent salon and self-care beauty regimens for women of all walks of life. I'm also a wife, and I am a mom to a little four-year-old girl named Elise who pretty much runs my life in the entire household right now. That's what I do right now. So I would love to talk about how your skincare and hair care line came to be. Um, I don't remember where I found you, but when I did, I fell in love with your hair care line. Like, I don't think I've ever used anything as beautifully curated and efficient as your products for my kinky curly hair. So I would love to know how your brand came to be. Wow, thank you so much for that. That means a lot. The Cura really started as a hobby for me. Uh, My background was being an engineer and a business analyst in corporate America. And I would do these really full-time corporate projects, uh, budget analysis for specific events and when I would come home from work I just wanted a little bit of escape and do some things that really fed my soul and that I was passionate about because working in corporate America was not that. I always loved the beauty industry. I always loved that entire spa world. I would treat myself to different uh, spa rituals that 
local salons and spas, or we would travel to, me and my girlfriends would travel to different destination spas and just really get into the cultural rituals that the estheticians at the time were doing. And so, again, I just decided that I wanted to do it as a hobby, mix my own blends at home, do my own little very pampering hair and skincare little mixes, and that's just really what it was just a hobby. Isn't it so awesome how hobbies can turn into businesses and full-on passions that you can offer to other people from all over? Isn't that amazing? It really is. And it just really came up on me by accident. Again, I had no intention of starting a beauty business. This was just something really special and dear to me. Nothing really any sophisticated at all. I would just take, for instance, my top-selling product, which is the chocolate cacao bark conditioner, that came from just me putting some raw cocoa powder in a bottle of swab conditioner. Back in 2011, I, I became engaged, and I had to relocate to Macon, Georgia. So it was more as a, uh, I would say, a come-to-Jesus moment. Do I want to go back into corporate America and get another job? Or should I really take this hobby, this newfound passion of mine, and see what I can do with it? So I got a few of my little handmade blends, contacted a chemist that was really sweet to work with someone someone like me on a small level. And we transformed a lot of those little simplistic blends into some retail-ready products. I remember I launched three products on Etsy. And that night I sold out, and that's when the business was born. How did that make you feel to be able to connect with a chemist, bring these three products to fruition, and now fast forward to 2018, you have a line of spa-infused ritual products for hair and skin. That must feel so rewarding to you. It does feel rewarding. It does feel rewarding. I, I wish there, there, now there are a lot of things I wish I had done differently because when yeah. I launched on Etsy with those products, I had no plan, no business plan in place. There was no strategy as to what I wanted to see the brand go or where I wanted to see the brand go or who I wanted to market to. It was just, I like these products. I like these ingredients. I got some really good solid formulas that I own, let's start a business. But now I look back, I wish I would have taken a little bit more time to, again, come up with a little bit of a strategy plan because it would have saved me a lot of the mistakes I made along the way. And it really would have, I think, kept me a little bit more focused. And it's it's a lesson, right? In business, there's always evolution and growth and lessons and mistakes and trying again. So I just commend you for for putting this out into the world for other people to use. And for women like myself who have been looking for products for hair that actually work and are also beautiful, you know, and I love that you mentioned bringing that spa experience home because that's how I feel when I use your products, specifically that yam nectar conditioner. I, or that, oh my goodness, I cannot live 
without that. And I love the ingredients and the fragrances, the mild fragrances, you know, they don't irritate me, um, which a lot of products have done in the past. And they feel good. And they feel like this is self-care in a bottle. And I just, I want to kind of explore that a little bit, how it was important to create self-care practices, not only for yourself, but as offerings to the women and people buying your your products. Well, that's the whole foundation of Procure. Honestly, like I said before, I was in corporate America working these long hours that didn't feed my soul or my passion. It was a great paycheck that just paid my bills. Mm-hmm. But when I would go home and make these really – pampering hair products or skincare products. That was just a little something for me, my me time moment. I was really just passionate about that whole spa world and learning about just really taking that time to take care of yourself, both inside and outside. Again, when I launched the company, I honestly didn't communicate that at all. If people didn't know what I represented, they were like, are you a foodie-based cosmetic company because I had the chocolate and the honey, the natural hair world. Again, they've been such a great support, but they they really didn't get me mm. as far as, you know, who are you? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> what, are you what are you representing here? And again, that's all on me, not taking the time to really hone in on what I was and what I wanted the brand to represent. So it's been a, it's been a a lot of iterations, a lot of changes, to try to just stay focused to what the true goal of this is. And it's still a, it's still an ongoing process, but we're I think we've made some great strides with that, getting rid of things that did not make sense for the brand. Why would I be there? It just did not. It has to be cohesive and it has to be a brand. That was my learning part, but... I'm thankful for people like you and a lot of the other customers that have been on the journey with me and understand what we really were trying to do and are just still sticking in there with me. Hey Girl is brought to you by Skillshare. I love Skillshare. You guys have heard me say this before, but I'm a student on their platform and it is so fun to be able to dive into these different classes that they offer. Right now, I'm exploring the creative writing classes. One that's really standing out to me is by Ashley C. Ford and her course is called Creative Personal Writing, Write the Real You. What I love most about Skillshare is that it's an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative entrepreneurs skills. You can take a class in everything from photography to creative writing like I am, design to productivity and more. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare definitely has a class for you. Lifelong learning is important because it keeps our minds open and moving and creative. I love that Skillshare has a little bit of everything for everyone. Join Join the millions of students, including myself, already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare 
for free when you use my code. That's right. Skillshare is offering Hey Girl listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Hey Girl. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash Hey Girl to start your two months now. You will not regret it. Skillshare.com slash Hey Girl. Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next best thing? Ever read about or spot something online that you've always wanted to try but never have? Then you might love FabFitFun. It allows women everywhere to discover new products as well as including rave review and must-have brands that you know and love. It's like Christmas four times a year. Stumped on gift ideas? FabFitFun is also a great gift for someone you love. You can surprise your mom or sister with this awesome summer box packed with great items. Do you have a daughter who's going to college, maybe, or a friend who's a new mom? FabFitFun is an awesome care package. My last box came with this beautiful lotus towel. It was blue, and it's shaped like the flower, and it has a gorgeous design in the middle. That's something we've been laying out on the deck and relaxing on for a few weeks now. So what I love about FabFitFun is that they offer full-size products, no samples of anything. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200 plus in retail value. The summer 2019 box has a total retail value between $269 to $467. That's fantastic. Treat yourself with items in it, such as the Sutra Professional Mini Travel Blow Dryer, the beautiful Vicks Paula Lotus Towel, or the West Elm Indigo Tie-Dye Bowls. Many of the products' individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. You can customize your box by choosing some products and some add-ons with each one. Or you can be surprised. It's great for discovering new brands and new products. What a better way to shop. I'm looking forward to my next box because they're always so different and packed with things I can actually use. I like to share the items in my box with my 11-year-old. She's really into skincare these days. We recently got a clay mask and a foot mask and a body scrub. She loves them all. The FabFitFun 2019 Summer Box is on sale now. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out. You can use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. All you have to do is go to FabFitFun to sign up and get started. Use promo code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. I would love to switch gears a little bit and talk about work-life balance with a four-year-old and a husband. How has that impacted your ability to move through entrepreneurship? And how are you now taking that self-care time for yourself when you have a few moments away, if you have a few moments away? There is no balance at all. I don't care what anybody tells you or what you see on social media. It's just impossible. Before I had my child, again, she's four. So she was born back in 2014. So before I had her, it was just me. I had all this time to do all these shows, and there was no time limit. 
so even when I was pregnant with her, I think I was a little bit in denial about what I could still do because mm-hmm. I still had all these, right, I had all these plans. I said, oh, I'm going to breastfeed my child. She's going to come to the office with me, and she's going to play on the floor while I do this. I had to learn, honest to God, I can't do it all. I had to drop a lot of things. I had to just learn to be okay to say no. You know, I used to have that fear saying, I can't say no to this event or this opportunity. I'm going to get left behind. I had to learn that in order for me to be okay as a mom and to make sure that my child is okay, priorities just had to shift and the business had to change. We had to we had to innovate and just focus on some things now that I really didn't have to deal with before she came into the world. Yeah. Yeah. And finding that balance and harmony, you know, is huge for for business owners, specifically small business owners, when it's just maybe one or two people, you know, and and I think it's really tricky. I love the transparency and vulnerability that you just shared about thinking you're going to be left behind because that's a real fear. You're like, okay, well, clearly the child gets priority, but then where does the business fall into play? How do I balance what I can and what I can't do? So I would love to explore that with you a little bit and see what you had to kind of take a step back from and how you were able to find peace around not being able to do it all. I know that for me personally, I had to take a step back on not really looking to see what everybody else was doing. Yeah. Yep. When I say that, you get on social media, specifically Instagram, and you see all these other companies doing a, following a specific path, and you think you have to follow that same path. I had to be okay or learn to be okay with my God-given path was at this specific mm-hmm. time in my life. Right now, I have this baby. You know, you're going to breastfeed the baby. You're going to go through um, maybe the the primitive school years. You have to be there and you have to be present for that child. So you you go on, again, I'm going to use myself and social media. You get caught in that comparison trap. And then you start second-guessing yourself, well, Maybe I don't need to have this business open. This is okay in itself, too, but I decided not to close my. I decided to... Thank goodness, by the way, because what would I do without you, okay? Please (laughs) don't close, Bakura. I love you. (laughs) I have tried to close Bakura three to four times now, but I haven't. (laughs) For some reason, God won't let me. No. I had to rearrange it. Yeah. um, You know, just kind of pivot a little bit yeah. with the focus on so that I could keep my child as the priority but still be okay and meet my customers' needs as well. I was going to say, I think that's major to be able to pivot and honor that pivot instead of giving up because I feel you on the whole social media can be really loud and noisy and comparative, Mm -hmm. but it it takes a lot of self-awareness and self-security and accountability to say, hey, their journey is not my journey and my journey is not theirs. I'm allowed to walk this walk in a way 
that is going to fill me up and fill my customers up. Something I love about your company is that it's consistent. I know what I'm getting every single time I get a package. I know what I'm getting. I love what I'm getting. And it makes me feel loved getting a package from your company. And that's not something that you experience often. So with that being said, I love, I, I'm, I normally only support small businesses where I can. And I'm so glad that you persevered, even though, I mean, not for my own, you know, selfish customer reasons, but um, because it teaches us something. Staying the course teaches us that there's something greater than ourselves moving through the world, even as we do it. It's, it's so interesting to navigate. Right, right. And I wanted to just say this, that I think it helps to know what your God-given gift is. Yeah. Open a business. You know, it's beauty. And it's so widespread. Anybody can make anything or sell anything. But everything is not really your gift. I, I Again, the comparison trap, I would look and see, okay, this company is launching this. I'm going to launch it too. Mm. has nothing to do with my brand at all. And any time I get outside of my God-given gift, it's going to be an automatic failure. Mm. That's how it is for me. So having that boundaries of saying, this is my gift, this is what I'm truly good at, which is offering these little bottles and jars of that, that is what I need to focus on. And once I got that and got that revelation, it's it's been, it's not, it hasn't been easy street all the way, but it's been a whole bunch of pressure taken off of me and my family. Mm. And I think that's important. I think that's important to point out that God-given gift and to, and to know that you can like something and that you can even want to try new things. But not everything has to be a part of the brand. Not everything has to be a part of the bigger picture. Exactly. Every hobby does not have to be a business. I recently started wearing a new bra by Third Love, and I absolutely adore it. Did you know that breast shape matters when you're finding a good fit? I didn't. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I found the Fit Finder quiz really helpful when I was picking out my third love bra. I didn't know I was wearing the wrong size for so long. I think what's really awesome about this is that over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually a pretty fun experience. I answered a few simple questions and I found my perfect fit in about 60 seconds. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, which is more sizes than most other brands, including their signature half cup sizes. Not only that, but Third Love is convenient. You can skip the trip to the mall, find your fit with their online fit finder, order, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. What really sold me on Third Love was the 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. What's not to love? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. 
So right now they're offering Hey Girl listeners 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash heygirl to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash heygirl for 15% off today. Before we wrap up, I would love to ask two questions. Sure. The first one being, what does self-care look like for you in motherhood and wife life these days? Wow. Self-care for me is learning to say no and be okay with that. Learning to say not at this time, maybe at a later time. That's self-care for me because I am not wired to be a jack-of-all-trades. I used to think I was. But if you have a child, that myth is easily busted. So I'm not a jack-of-all-trades. I can multitask, but I don't multitask no more than two or three things at a time. Self-care is having those boundaries at the specific time and where I'm at in my life right now and to say, no, I can't put this on my plate at this moment, maybe later. The second question would be, what has been your biggest lesson in being a small business owner who is centered around offering your customers a beautiful experience when using your products? My biggest lesson is taking the time to perfect your current offering. It's really the most important lesson in offering the best service and products for my customers, because I have all these creative ideas. You know this. We have all these creative ideas running through our heads, and we think, okay, we need to offer this right then and there. And you really haven't taken the time to perfect it or really to kind of gauge if that's what your customers want. Mm -hmm. So my biggest lesson is to really just be in tune with my customers to see what they want and what they, or even if I have something now, what do they want to see it improved on? Mm. So also just not really just throwing products out there just to be throwing them out there. Everything needs to be mindful and everything needs to be, it needs to fit with the current offering as being what the customer wants and making sure that it's perfect for them from the mm-hmm. ingredients to the packaging to the way that we deliver it to them. That's what sets us apart from other brands. We want them to get the, the total experience. I love that. If you could define Bakura in one word, what would you say it is? Our tagline is restful beauty. It's nothing that you can rush. It's very slow. You're going to use a conditioner or you'll use a body cream and just really be in that moment of taking care of yourself and pampering yourself, shutting out the noise of the outside. It's rooted in the spa industry, and whatever I give you, it's going to feel like you're loving yourself. Mm. That's what our brand is. That is how I feel every time I open a hair conditioner, every time I open a, a shampoo from the richness of your oils to the froth of my favorite coconut shampoo, 
So just for, as a customer, I just want to say thank you for your offerings. Thank you. Thank you. That is so sweet. That's so sweet for you to say. I think that's a great way to end. Thank you so much, Rashida, for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you're interested in trying Bakura for yourself, use code HeyGirl15 at checkout. Their website can be found in the description of this podcast episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. The Hey Girl Podcast is a member of the District Productive, produced by Paul, Woody Woodhall, and me, Alex L. Music by DC's own Kokai. Kokai.